The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engaged, a Wall Street alum and LinkedIn top voice. I'm here with my co-host, Mita Malik. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, DC Marshall. I'm Mita Malik, a business leader, a diversity, equity, and inclusion champion, and most importantly, a mother. And my superpower is storytelling. And a good storyteller she is. And if you've been listening to our show, you know, Mita and I, we started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces. From my perspective as a Black woman and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman, at our table, we unpack it all. We won't leave any juicy detail out. And then we provide you with tips that you need not on how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are. So Mita, why don't you tell our listeners what we are talking about today? Well, Dee, are you sitting down? Buckle up. Grant, I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. We (laughs) pick the juiciest of juicy topics. We pick the topics that people just don't say out loud that Dee and I are always exchanging audio messages and text messages and late night conversations on. So here's the topic I want to talk about today. D, what do you do when you run into that former toxic boss? What do you do when you run into that former oh toxic God. boss? So oh let's God. get into it. We got stories and then we have tips at the end on what you do in this situation, D. Oof. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to hear your show, your, your story. But you know what? I, I have run into not a toxic boss, but a toxic near boss in client. Ooh. So yeah. And I really wanted to avoid at all costs. I didn't want to engage. Right, I, of course. I, I didn't. So I want to talk about this because I, yeah, I, I just, I don't want to, I'm, I'm complete because, yeah. well, oh no, actually I do have stories, but you go first and then we're going to get to my story. I just remember something. Well, my story is our story. You sort of remember this. You might remember this when I, when I share it with you all and I share it with Dee. So Dee and I are so grateful, privileged, lucky, and yes, we have earned it. The Brown Table Talk podcast. Yes, part of the yes, yes, podcast yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it, and love all of you in our community. And we were invited to a very high-profile conference this year. Uh, it was yep. a very small group, select, but we were invited. And so I got there early, and I was waiting in line, long security line. Dee was going to meet me there. And I ended up having this conversation, really lovely conversation with this woman who has a child a little bit older than mine. We're talking about all personal stuff. And you, it's a long security line. It's a high-profile event. We finally get to the registration. And I don't know why at the registration, after like 25 minutes of bantering and all this personal stuff, we we talk about something professional. And somehow I mention some things and places and spaces I have been. And she says to me, Oh, oh, you used to work there. 
I was just talking to, and I'm going to pretend the former boss's name is DC Marshall. I was just talking okay. to DC Marshall yesterday. I was oh. just on the phone with DC Marshall. Do you know D? Okay. Do you know D? And this is the toxic boss. Oh. And I was like, so because I come from the school of DC Marshall, I gave <laughs> the most amazing response. I looked this woman straight in the eye and I said, huh, the name sounds va vaguely familiar. I love the name it. sounds vaguely familiar. Vaguely familiar. And she said, oh, okay, we might be doing some work from them. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. Grabbed my badge, said my bye. And then you showed up shortly after that. Oh, I love and it. And it was like, I couldn't believe, like, what are the chances that I meet this woman at this event, and she just talks, talked to the former toxic boss on the phone yesterday and is now asking me if I know the person. And I'm like, oh. but what do you do? There's like, uh, we, we have many angles to this and we'll get into some other stories, but like, what else can right. you do in that situation? It's a lose-lose. You know it's a lose-lose. No. Like, yeah. 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 No, that was perfect. That was the perfect response. You had to distance. You had to minimize proximity or it, because that conversation would have gone a different way. I feel like she would have doubled down, lean in. Yes. What do you yes. know? And there's more, but you stopped it. I think that was a perfect response. Vaguely sounds familiar. Yeah. I, I mean, I've told this to other people too now, and they all want to steal the line. So to all of you listeners, steal the line, use it with I'm pride, steal the, line. steal the line. But I actually then texted a friend because, you know, once this happened, I texted all, can you believe this? And a friend of mine said, oh, well, that's interesting that you said that because this woman now doesn't think you're very senior or you were very senior at the organization if you didn't actually say that you knew the person. I'm like, who? Who gives a bleep? Nobody cares about that. I think you were I, I, you were near uh, near line uh, borderline an f bomb there. I think no, no, Mika, bleep, which is bleep, not bleep. like you. Yes, but not I was like, like you. What? That's the part of the who story cared? you took away. Who said <laughs> that? What, who 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 said that? Give give. Let's 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 talk about the. Okay, okay, no, okay. Well, yes, yes. okay, okay. So um, you did the right thing. Um, so yeah, I think when you run into toxic boss or even in conversation is you manage distance and you um you want to close the conversation shift the conversation close the conversation that's the best because any you know any direction you go like continuing in that conversation it's not going to end well lose -lose it's going to be you know too what? much it's, gonna, it's a lose-lose yeah. yeah it's a lose-lose because if you start to share and they start to continue to ask more and more and you say things, you might be perceived as being the problem. It's just, there's nothing, there's nothing to be gained there, but okay, D, before you get to your story, I got another story. This one's a good one. Oh, so yes. Let's hear. I had a toxic boss who I worked for, for a small period of time. Years later, I'm at another job. I go to the ladies room and there's the toxic boss. She has shown up to interview. Wait. Or you you work at the job and she's there interviewing. And and she's there interviewing to like, I don't know, be a director in the group. And I see her. She doesn't see me. I had to pee really badly, but I ran out. I was like, I don't even want to go in there. So I ran out. <laughs> I'm <in> my cubicle. <laughs> nope. Leave it in. Leave it in. 
Leave, oh, it. Oh, leave it in. Run back to the cubicle. Call my girlfriends. Didn't know DC Marshall at the time on the bat phone. She's here. She's here. She's now in my new job interviewing for a job. Darn it. I mean, and what happened? So, what, what else? Was there anything like that's it? Did she so get no, the job? So no. no. So she was interviewed. So here's, here's a really interesting thing I want to talk to you about because what's happening in our world in the marketplace, you think you can run away from toxic bosses and somehow they'll find you again because worlds yeah. collide, industries overlap. And so in yeah. that moment, I was like, what do I do? Luckily, I was really good friends with the admin. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here's, a, here's an important alliance. Yeah. Yeah. Chief of staff, admin, executive assistants, they hold the most power in the organization. They I do. Would say. They do. Yep. And they are the most mm-hmm. underlooked individuals and, and shame on any of us who don't spend time building relationships with all people on the team, but particularly chief of staff, executive admin, administrative assistant. I was good friends with the chief of staff and I went to her and I said, nice. oh my God, my toxic <laughs> boss has showed up. My former toxic boss. Not. Yes, I did. And so she, she was like, oh, okay, well, don't worry about it. He didn't, he didn't like her, meaning the vice president anyways. And I was like, good. Phew. Oh, that's good. Cause I got the feedback because here's the question for you. That's good. When you run into your toxic boss and or your toxic boss is now tr- former toxic boss is trying to apply for a job in your current organization. Do you say something, D? Do you like raise an alarm? Do you like just let it go and let this person Join your, it's very interesting, right? And in my case, it worked out because you know what? Things work out. She wasn't the right candidate. Vice president didn't want to hire her, but I was for a minute yeah. sweating bullets that this woman would be back. Yeah. And, yeah. And is the question, do you say anything to the former toxic boss or do you say anything? The question to- is, do you say anything to, in this case, there's many situations, but in this case, your former toxic boss who you've left at another organization is now interviewing at your current right. company. And you're like, what? Do you say anything to the company, to your yeah, employer? You say, yeah. Do you say anything to your so, employer or the hiring manager? It, what do you do? Yeah. So I think this is interesting. I, so a couple thoughts. So one, I tiptoe gently on mm-hmm. sabotaging anybody else's yes. career. Cause I do believe in what you, you know, you have to be gentle about the energy that you put out you know, you don't want to attract that back on, on to you. So I, so I tiptoe gently, um, about even proactively offering, but I do believe in proactively inquiring, right? So I believe an inquiry, I think what you did was appropriate, right? It's, Hey, I see such and such, you know, and I think it was good to check the temperature. And do you see how it resolved itself? You Mm -hmm. didn't have to be part of the reason she, he didn't get the job. Do you Mm -hmm. see? Mm -hmm. And how does that feel? That feels good. And that feels respectful and responsible. You, you want to tiptoe gently and never be part of sabotaging somebody else's career, even though they might've done it to you. Um, but checking the temperature inquiring because naturally something will come up and And sometimes you don't even have to say people can read the energy Mm -hmm. and that's if your name is great and you're, you know, you're a value add. So there's that part. Um, And then the other part I'll share for, you know, while I identify, well, I am and I identify as a black woman, but I also identify as a woman of faith. So I'm a big believer. And so I pray Mm -hmm. a lot. So I'll let God listen. 
God, you know, and I'm going to pray for great favor and block and cover me and protect me. And so that's that's what, as a woman of faith and people of faith, I always encourage. Let's pray about that. Pray about the, your role, your position, your colleagues, your boss. You, you see, you can pray about all of that and, and protecting your name and covering your name and covering your back and putting your name on the table. And I think that's even precursor to inquiring because then when I go to inquire, just like you did, you went to the chief of staff and guess what they said? You didn't even have to say anything. She had already, it was already done because people know who you are when you show up in the room. And so I think you did the right thing. I'm going to lean in a little further. I feel like I'm having my own personal coaching session with you. I know you don't take clients (laughs) anymore. I'm the one who can't get rid of, you can't get rid of, but yeah, listen here, follow up question. Okay. What would happen if they then ask you, the hiring manager comes to you and says, Hey D, I saw you worked with Mita in a past organization. Or do you know Mita? I think she mentioned you all work together at company A. What do you think of her? Oh, what do you say then? Because you know what? I firmly believe in what you're saying. I firmly believe, I believe in karma. Yep. That is part of my Hindu faith and upbringing. I believe in karma. And so I don't want to actively ever sabotage, hurt and harm anyone in ways that have been done to me. And at the same time, I try really hard to be honest and have integrity. And so what's the line there? Like, what do you say when you're informally asked about somebody who you didn't have a good relationship with? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a really... Um, sweet network. It's pretty, it's pretty massive, right? And it stretches mm-hmm. across private sector, public ser- sector, influencer yes. network, um, you know, uh, business owner network. And so I've been asked before because I play in a lot of, yes. or at, at least have relationship in a lot of spaces. And I always uh, come back with a question. I'll say, well, in what capacity, right? In what capacity, capacity? right? So I always ask in what capacity. So let's just say if somebody's asking, oh, you know, we're interested in working with X, Y, Z. And I'll say in what capacity? Because then when they tell me in what capacity, um, the second thing I will do is I'll try to find something positive first. And then I will say, oh, if it's in this capacity, perhaps, but I'm Mm -hmm. not. I can't speak to this capacity Mm -hmm. because do you see how, when I'm saying I can't speak to this, it's really, I want to say, you know, the T word that I use uh, sidebar, everybody, we're coming over here to the right sidebar. Uh, Mita, remember the T word that I used early on? We're like, Oh, we can't say that on the podcast. (laughs) Remember the T R word. (laughs) Inside joke, everybody inside joke. I'm not going to say that the person (laughs) is, what they are not, what they are not. But what I will say is um, I'm going to at least identify perhaps one thing or a right fit or a consideration if it's X, but I can't speak to, I don't think it's this. So, and because the, the, the space that I'm saying, I don't, I don't, I can't speak to this over here is really yes. the place where they're horrible. Let's just say as a leader. So let's just yep. say you're asking me about somebody for a leadership position. Um, I'm probably going to ask, you know, if it's somebody that you're hiring for your team, inclusive inclusion, you know, cause you've even been sidebar, you've been hiring. Right. And yeah. so you'll say, yeah. D what about X, Y, Z? Do you know this person? I'll say, you know what? Yes, I do remember them. 
What's the role? And once you tell me the role, I might say, I don't know that they have background. Like I don't, I'm not familiar with their experience in diversity and inclusion or in marketing. That's what I'll say. Honestly, I don't know. No, I can't speak I to that. Love that. I, I love that's that. what I'm going to say. I can't speak I, to their experience there. Right. What do you, so in what capacity, or if you say for, and they'd have responsibility, uh, you know, responsibility, or I might ask, do they have PL responsibility or like, are they managing people? And I will say, I can't speak to that. And guess mm-hmm. what? You're going to read that. You're going to read that because we have a relationship. I you are going to read through. That. I can't speak to that. I can't Listen, speak to that. Silence is powerful. Listen for the things <laughs> that people don't say. You know, it's an analogy to, um, I work outside the home. My husband works outside the home. We have two young kids and, you know, we have a village, a community who helps us with our family. And so we've had caregivers over the years. You know, what's a telltale sign when you're looking for a caregiver, looking for a reference and you call and say, oh, I, you know, DC Marshall sent me her credentials. She wants to, you know, potentially look, look after my children. Like, could you know, she said you could be a reference. Okay. They say D is incredible with children She's engaging. She's passionate, a great cook, always keeps my kids safe and is, is really strong disciplinarian, right? Yep. That sounds amazing, right? For me, because I've done this long enough now, what's the one thing that I didn't hear say? I didn't hear that D was dependable. Is D going to show up on yes. time? I didn't yes. hear that in yes. any of the, and that's yes. like key yes. because that's I key. can't work if I don't have someone who can help me watch my that's children. Right. And so that that's, that's what I right. started to get really smart on because yep. then I would bring in people to help. And I was like, Oh, but they don't show up on time or they're not flexible or depend. Yeah. So I love what you just said. It's very similar. Like the things, yeah. listen for the things that, that no one says out loud. Yeah. And you can, and even probing, probing for what's the, what's the one thing that you would say not so much. So you've shared yeah. with me all on a scale of one to five, mm-hmm. all these things are the five there. She's extraordinary mm-hmm. in that. What do you, would you say the one area for development oh, or the that. one area of opportunity? Do you see, cause now you're pulling and you're probing for the blind spot that we aren't likely to share voluntarily. Cause I think that is such a, uh, integrous, like, feedback or recommendation that they said, Oh, D is great. And this, 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 that is super sharp. It's very specific. And same thing again, right. It's very specific. Same thing. If you ask me, you'll say, I'm only, I'm sharing the positive because I am being very political, you know, Mm -hmm. right. Professional. Mm -hmm. But then if you probe a little bit more, what would you say was the biggest, uh, you know, one word to describe or one area that maybe, um, opportunity for development. You have to probe a little bit more. So anyway, that's how I would handle that toxic. I love that. I love that. So wait, you had a story. You said you had a story about a toxic former boss client or somebody. Yeah. Client, um, client that, that, you know, had to terminate because they were toxic. They were toxic and to my team. And so I ran into, um, the, First, I ran into like the direct report, like our client. And then a few months later, I ran into um, his boss. Wow. And she hugged me twice. Well, let me let me just back up. So this is a client relationship and probably one of the only or first that we literally had to terminate because it was wow. toxic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the way they treated my team mm-hmm. or made them feel less than when I work with a bunch of geniuses. I only have on my team people who do well and do the job better than I in particular mm-hmm. areas. When I ran into the guy, we're at an event, it's an awards and he sees me and then he comes up to me and he starts talking and and I let him have it. I let him. I was blackety black, black, black. I'm sorry, everybody. Let's just, oh, oh, CEO did not show up. You know what? And respectfully, respectfully, I just let him know. I said, you know what? I just really want to share some feedback. I said, the way our relationship ended and why it ended was because it was blah, blah, blah. I gave him the feedback. I said, it is so unfortunate and disappointing that, uh, you know, the work that you all do is, you know, uplifting and empowering, blah, blah, blah. But it's a, it's, um, the in- levels of integrity there. Blah. I mean, I give them all of the feedback and he wants to interject. I said, nope, listen, you got to hear me out. And he said, okay, you know what he says at one point in, in this conversation? Yeah, D, because you're a boss. And so that lets me know that after the fact, they checked our receipts. And mm. after the fact, they probably had conversations about diversity engaged and DC Marshall. And they've had to follow, they probably have seen on LinkedIn, you know, information about our brand. I mean, we are award winning company. We contribute to major media. Um, you know, our relationships are true. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I'm getting an award coming up for like, I mean, you know who else is getting an award? Yes. See, I'm like a chairman's award. The president of Clark Atlanta University is also getting the award. Who else? Congresswoman Terry Sewell. I'm just like, so I ran into the client and I delivered feedback. Now, that was a little bit risky, but I was willing to do that as a leader and as a CEO. I felt comfortable enough and I felt there was enough distance. We were already resolved. And, um, but he received it. And, and so, but that midway in between, he said, yeah, D, cause you're, you're a boss. And, you know, the reason why that was awkward and we didn't agree to X, Y, Z, what they were really trying to do is pay us less than our value. That's what they were trying to do. It was the, you know, women of color. I know everybody listening here of why it is that we have the pay disparity, right? With regard mm-hmm. to women and then women of color, a similar thing happens in business. And so mm-hmm. because I run a company that was part of the issue. And so I gave the feedback. That was me, you know, running into the toxic boss. I gave the feedback and he received it. And after, of course, he now believes that we're the best of friends. Like, I think he was then trying to, yeah, he was trying to warm up. And uh, anyway, so that was, that was that. And then months later, months later, I run into his boss. She hugs me and she's never hugged. She is known twice, to you said. She said you, she twice. twice. I, I, I just want to go the other way because I, I just want to manage distance. Yeah. We're respectful. Yeah. We're cordial, but I don't want to be close. I don't want to be close because now what, what, what you will see is people want to warm up to you in different ways and attach relationship and proximity once they find out who you are and your value. And that happens a lot with women and women of color in particular. They start to connect the dots, right? Like, me to you. You write for Harvard Business Review. You contribute to a lot of major media. I mean, you sneeze on LinkedIn, a thousand people are going to swoop in and say, God bless you. 
So Mita, you write for Harvard Business Review. You contribute to major media. Um, you are uh, a LinkedIn top voice many years ago, and you have a significant following. And so I imagine, like me, people try to warm up to you now, like that former toxic boss, they now try to zoom in. So, so that's my point. That's my story. And uh, yeah, I'm sticking to it. What, What say you? Listen, I I would say I'm proudly come from the school of DC Marshall. You've taught me so much of what I know. But what I will say is I will I will disagree on the LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. From the minds of visionaries to the desks of disruptors, I'm Lars Schmidt, host of the Redefining Work podcast. Join me each week as we explore the new world of work through the lens of those shaping it. CEOs, HR leaders, investors, and more. Be a part of the conversation that changes everything. Subscribe to Redefining Work today. Two fronts. Well, one being that there are two people in my career, D, I will never work for again. I will not work for them again. And I hope that they have gotten help. I hope that they've found redemption. I hope that they're getting healthy, both mentally and physically. They're finding their happiness, but I don't want to take that chance again. I don't want to work for them. So if somehow they show up as my new boss, I'm going to have to get my resume together and politely scoot out the door. Now, can I interject point, here? This yeah. is what friends do. Hold, hold your thought. This is what friends yeah. do. This is what friends do. Okay. Now y'all excuse me. Um, uh, Brown table talk community. This is what friends do behind the scene, particularly black women and women of color friend. You would not be reporting to them. They would be reporting to you. Okay. So we're going to course correct. If so. they came yes. back around, okay. no, no, no. Don't okay. say, I hope so. Say I receive it friend. I it would not it, friend. be. No, you're, genius okay okay so you you. would not be reporting they would be reporting to you say Mm -hmm. yes or yes somebody go over on linkedin and say hashtag yes or yes that no that is out so now finish your point because that would not even done that's done that's done This is, why I have, this is why I have a D in my life. This is why I have a D in my life. This is why you and need girlfriends, y'all. This is and Mita at the it. Brown Table Talk podcast. This is why you have us. Um, the other, the last thing I'll say is if I ever do run into one of those two people again in my life live, I will pretend I don't know them. I just will pretend I don't know them. And if they say to me, uh, oh, aren't you Mita? I'm like, you might, you must be mistaking me for your co- my cousin. I don't have a cousin. Love it. I hope that happens, please. But I can't, I story. can't engage. It's exactly what you said. The conversation we had at the beginning. I can't engage. I have to set engage. boundaries for myself. And so if I bump into them again in an industry event, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to look at them. I'm not going to engage. If they come up to me, I'll say, oh, you must be mistaking me for someone else. Maybe my cousin. I love it. I hope that happens because I want to hear about it on the show. <laughs> I bar everybody in the Brown Table Talk community. We thank you so much for tuning in. But like Mita and I can't have, we still talk, but we hold all of our juicy oh, we stories we for do. you all. 
So we would have dinner and talk about like tease this out or Misa will text me or we do a million voice memos back and forth on situations that we save it all for you. So we thank you so much for tuning in. I mean, we're going to go to tips in a minute, but I just want to say thank you for embracing us, embracing our friendship, knowing that it's real and authentic. It can't be duplicated. And we're grateful for our partner, LinkedIn. Um, This is LinkedIn Presents Brown Table Talk. This is just shameless plug, but um, and never being scripted. So we are not a show that has been bought. We are partnered uh, with LinkedIn. And so uh, we get to have the show today, like real talk and, and doubled over laughing hysterically. We cut the tape. We pop. We don't always cut the tape. Our super producer, he's... So anyway, I just needed to say that. Um, so yeah, so Mita, where are we with this? Thank you, friend. All right, we're wrapping up. We're going to head to tips. Okay, let's pause. All right. And so how do you avoid the toxic boss? Tip number one is... Create the distance. And so Mita gave us so eloquently, name sounds vaguely familiar. Um, So whether it's that response or another, the immediate thing to do is create the distance so that the conversation um, will cease. Number two, number two. So then you want to check in. You want to check in on specifics. So if you are asked for insight, for feedback, or for recommendation, just check specifics in what capacity. Um, and then find something to say that would be true and authentic and respectful and not create an uh, opportunity where it may come back to haunt you. And so, Mita, what about number three? Number three. If and when you run into that former toxic boss, it's okay to let the past stay in the past and just pretend you don't know them. Don't engage. Just pretend. And like I said, you must be mistaking me for someone else, perhaps my cousin. That's all we got for today, D. Mic drop. <laughs> my cousin. All right. Thank you all so much. Brown Table Talk community, D and I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please share it with someone who needs to hear this today. And we will see you next time. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include Allies Unleashed, getting paid more and a dose of badassery all the way around more at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com